you're listening to the deeper things podcast a podcast dedicated to speaking about deep stuff because shallow conversation is boring i'm your host senna and i'm happy you're on here so come on now let's talk about deep stuff Welcome to the Deeper Things podcast. Today's episode will be about Ephesians. Actually, the introductory part of Ephesians. Ephesians 1, verse 1 to 10. So, come with me as we dive in. This is about adoption. And about how God predestined those who he chose as his kids. That right. So, in our scripture for today, what we learn is that God chose those who would be saved. Now, that raises a lot of concern because it's like, okay, God chose all the people who would eventually be saved, then how is it fair? How is it fair? How how is it fair to those who he didn't choose? Is the question. Now I can't completely answer that question. But what I can say is we do have a will. We do have a say in the matter. It's quite complex because, okay, you have God's will. Let me not go off, co- off topic here. Let me not go off topic here. But yeah, you, you have your will and then you have God's will. Okay? It's kind of like you picture a Venn diagram. All right? You have a big circle and then you have a small circle. You still have choices, but God is in control of everything. So you choose whether you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior or not. That's your choice. But God already chose those who would choose that. <laughs> if you think about it, it's, 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 it's a bit complex. But yes, that's what it is here. And God says that all those who have been chosen to be free are called holy and blameless. Okay, let's go and zoom in into our text for today. Ephesians 1, verse 1 to 5, okay? So the first two verses, or the first three verses, are basically Paul greeting the church in Ephesus. Um, actually, the book of Ephesians, people don't really know if it was written to Ephesus or not because some of the manuscripts, the old manuscripts, don't have Ephesus in them. Okay, so I'm just giving you a little background whilst you open your Bible. Hopefully you are there now. Um, Ephesians 1 verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to God's holy people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It's just a greeting here. But 
it's to the faithful in Christ Jesus, the people of God. Okay? That's who this letter is to. And it says in verse 3, Praise to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms, <clears throat> in the heavenly realms, with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Every spiritual blessing is yours. Amen. Now, the meat, verse 4. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Pause. God chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. I'm just reading it slow so you get each word. It was God's choice to pick us as his kids. Is what this verse is saying. And as his kids, we are holy and blameless. Holy means set apart. It means the only thing like itself. And blameless means you're guilty of nothing. Okay? That's what it means. So, in God, you, child of God, are holy and blameless. Amen. Verse 5. He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. So the thing that I see Paul doing here over and over and over again, <clears throat> sorry, my throat is a bit, yeah. The thing I see Paul doing over and over again is telling us that it was God's choice to make us his kids. Because in verse 5, it says, he predestined us. Predestined, pre means before, destined means destiny. So he made it our destiny before the foundation of the world for us to be his adopted children. And it was his pleasure. It was his choice. He loved to do that. He wasn't forced. He wasn't reluctant that, oh, okay, think about it like this. I don't know if you've seen Instant Family. Instant Family, yes. So, Basically, it's a movie about adoption. So the parents went to an adoption home, and they get to choose. They chose after looking at their website and after seeing all the options, the kids that they wanted. So it's like God knew all the people who exist, will exist, and have existed, looked through all of them and was like, okay, I want that one. I want you. And he did it out of his own pleasure. Not that, oh, I was forced to, you see. He wasn't forced to choose you. He chose you by his own pleasure and his own will through Jesus Christ. <clears throat> through Jesus Christ. So through Jesus Christ, we have our adoption. So it's like Jesus Christ is our adoption papers. Like, he's the one who gives us the right to be called children of God. Hmm? He gave us the right to be called children of God. Reference Hebrews 1. 
all right hmm. this is actually this is 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 it's mind blowing if you think about it it's just crazy verse 6 why did god even bother with me why did he even bother to make me his his child it is to the praise of his glorious grace his glorious grace so that his grace will be showcased in us that he is so gracious that he could pick me who's messed up me who've done who's done crazy stuff me who sometimes doesn't even care about him or anything for that matter and he had he was gracious enough to pick me and we praise him for that and you're like okay god so you chose me just so that you could get praise well that's god that's him he is to be glorified at all times his glorious grace i'm continuing verse six which he has freely given us in the one he loves the one he loves stands for jesus christ so god's grace is given to us in jesus christ through jesus christ's sacrifice and to prove that that's true and is about the sacrifice verse 7 says in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of god's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding this is the message today and i just i just threw in verse 7 because it kind of ties in the whole thing verse 7 and 8 i just threw it in in fact let's just let's finish it let's finish it i don't know so verse 9 actually let me go back to verse 8 um now nah, verse 7 in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of god's grace that he lavished on us like he just threw the grace like all over you with all wisdom and understanding so after he threw his grace on us he gave us wisdom and he also added understanding these two things are not the same wisdom is applied knowledge and experience i think and understanding is just applied knowledge <laughs> what is wisdom what is what, uh, wisdom is deeper than understanding understanding is oh i like i get it when you get something that you know that's understanding and wisdom is is deeper than that we'll do a series on wisdom but for now just know that okay he gave us wisdom and he gave us understanding then he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he purposed in christ so after we were saved by the blood of jesus christ what he did was he has given us 
all wisdom and all understanding. Did I just hear that right? God is making us understand everything. And he's making us know everything. He's making us more like him. Because he understands and knows everything. (laughs) (laughs) And he's even showing us what his will is. What he wants to do. But he does it according to his good pleasure. He doesn't do it when you want. He doesn't show you stuff that are going to happen or stuff that he wants to do when you want to see it. He does it according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ. Meaning that the purpose of Jesus Christ dying for us was for us to become more like God. Let us sink in. Now verse 10. To be put into effect when the times reach their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. This is the thing about Paul. He uses a lot of transition words. So after we said the verse 9, the verse 9 was talking about how God shows us what he's about to do or what he wants, what his will is through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And that was the purpose why Christ died. And now we are saying that that will, that his will, is going to be put into effect when the times reach their fulfillment. So God is going to show you stuff that are going to happen. God is going to tell you things that he is purposing to do for your life or for the whole general cosmos. But it's not going to happen when you think. It's going to happen when the times reach their fulfillment. And what is the reason of his will? The reason of his will is to... What is the purpose of his will? The purpose of his will is to bring unity to everything in heaven and on earth under Christ. Mad. So, God's ultimate goal, the big picture here is, everything he's doing is to unite the whole cosmos, the whole world, the whole everything under Christ. Oh, Christ is a pretty big guy then. (laughs) So the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the purpose of that was to unify everything. And Ephesians has this theme running throughout the whole the whole text and today we just covered verses 1 to 10 we did double of what what we bargained for but the main thing here is unity unity after we've said all of this oh god adopted us he chose us before the beginning of the world oh God gave us his grace. He chose us for the forgiveness from the forgiveness of sins through Jesus Christ's blood. All of that is so that everything could be united. Why is that important to God? If you look at the Trinity, 
Father, Son, Spirit, they are united. And God is in everything and He made everything. Everything is a reflection of Him. You look at the first page of the Bible, Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. When you make something, you are seen in that thing that you make. Okay? What you make as an artist reflects you. God is the artist here. And his artwork has been defaced by sin. So now he wants to bring things back to how he made it. He wants to restart, get a new blank canvas, and paint everything in the way that it was supposed to be in the beginning. He wants to get things back to the beautiful way they were. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I've been Senna, signing out. Dare to be different. Make the world a better place. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Deeper Things podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I have. Please don't forget to follow me on Instagram at His Glorious Delight and check out my YouTube channel with the same name, His Glorious Delight. I love you and can't wait to speak with you soon. So join me every Monday at 8 a.m. EET. Bye-bye and God bless you.